Hello, and welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who have finished all ten seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the human. This is Chapter 2.7, Power Animal, boarded by Adam Muto and Rebecca Sugar. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn that the party don't stop till you rescue your brother from a subterranean gang of evil gnomes. <laughs> This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. Finn and Jake are hosting a party on their roof, attended by a big group of their friends, as well as a strange gnomish-looking fellow that neither of them recall inviting. Cinnamon Bun compliments Finn for bringing so much energy to everything he does. Jake, in contrast, never puts his energy or focus into anything. But that night as he's sleeping, Finn is kidnapped by the stranger from the party, who turns out to be three gnomes in a trench coat. They plan to use the humans' endless stores of energy to power a machine to flip the world upside down. They force Finn onto a giant hamster wheel to do sexy pole dancing in an electrified pod, and finally force him into a brain helmet where he lives out an elaborate escape fantasy while his thoughts are sucked out. But never fear, Jake is on the case! or he would be if he didn't keep getting distracted. He ends up singing with Bimo, dancing with some bugs, passing out laughing at his own jokes, and being carried off to a mega party in the Cloud Kingdom. For his mighty partying, the party god grants Jake one wish. Jake wishes to focus on rescuing Finn, and now filled with a thousand partying demons, a raving, raging Jake storms into the subterranean lair, defeats the gnomes, and rescues Finn. Turns out partying saved the day, after all. Hey, it's a sugar and Muto joint. <laughs> yeah, I, so, except for Return from the Nightosphere, the very first episode, I was, I've been kind of meh on a lot of these yeah. season two episodes. Yeah. Like, even compared to season one, they just are not punching as hard. You know, it's new, it's different storyboarders pretty much from season one, so that makes sense. But then Sugar and Muto come around again, and I'm, I'm back in. I'm back yeah, in. Yeah, the, the energy is up, you know? <laughs> There's actually some punch going on. And not just at the party, you know? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, and, you know, this is, uh, Mark's actually a very important milestone in the show. Oh, well, how so? Oh, oh, first time Princess Bubblegum and Marceline are in the screen together, on screen yeah, together. Yeah, <laughs> they're both at the party. Admittedly, they are staying on opposite sides. I Clearly. mean, <laughs> if you were at the same party as your ex-girlfriend with whom you had a tumultuous breakup, wouldn't you be on opposite sides of the roof, too? I mean, absolutely. I'm saying for something that was absolutely not planned, it works out. It works I out, know. doesn't it? There's a lot of that in early Adventure Time where, like, surprisingly, it really works out that way. That they're ex-girlfriends and mm -hmm. still kind of have feelings for each other. And still kind of have feelings. And, you know, I appreciate they put that aside to come to the same party, you know? 
Exactly. Yeah, they must really like Finn a lot. Everyone likes they, Finn. I mean, who doesn't like Finn, right? He's a real dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> real dynamo. <laughs> so, you know what? You know how sometimes you get those, like, ultra-specific tropes that especially start showing up in, like, one medium or even, like, one medium from one country a lot? What? People being three gnomes in a trench coat has become a thing. And I think this is the first example of it. Really? I guess, yeah, yeah I guess Gravity Falls is later for sure. Gra- Gra- yeah, the first episode of Gravity Falls. Recently, there's been a TikTok about a guy on a date with someone at the end. He's like, are you just, it turns out they're, they're gnomes in a trench coat. I, like a popular comment on this was like, which episode of Gravity Falls is this? And they're like, literally the first one. <laughs> Man, Earth's magnetic fields are jacked up, haven't they? <laughs> Earth's magnetic fields? Yeah. Because that they were, I obviously we don't know exactly where U is in reference to the rest of you know modern day Earth, but I'm pretty sure they're kind of not near the poles, and they were getting the aurora borealis. That's right. That's right. I, I, yeah, I I I'm over my head. You're the science guy. <laughs> um. Well. My focus is on biology, so I don't know that much, but basically something, something, the Earth's magnetic field, something, something, auroras from the sun, light, something. Well, hey, good for ooh. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I really would love to see either the northern or southern light sometime. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of jealous. Kind of jealous. Jake is still trying to put ice cream in a toaster when they are going to sleep the night after the party. Yeah, and what's he even trying to accomplish with that? I don't know. He's okay. he's brilliant in the kitchen, so maybe we shouldn't question him. Yeah, maybe toasted ice cream is going to be the next big foodie thing. There's so many little good bits in this one, like when Jake's stomach shapeshifts into a fist and punches him awake because it's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it makes you wonder how much of, you know, we are actually in control of very little of our bodies. Sure, we control walking and stuff, but our bodies mostly run themselves. Like, how much of that gets amplified when it's you're a shapeshifter, you know? <laughs> That's great. I love that. And it's also a little bit terrifying. It is also a little bit... I think a lot about consciousness and where it comes from and how we are like, what, what makes a conscious being and how much are we just are what we consider ourselves and how much are we, you know, just this emergent property from all the systems in our biology and our microbiomes and all of that. Whoa. Yeah. Trippy. <laughs> That's bazonkers, Laura. Like, legit, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. No, that's just what they say that. I mean, it is, but they also <laughs> say bizonkers in this episode. Oh, yeah, that was a great bit of uh, blue linguistics, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Before- there's a lot of good, like, little ones like that, like the beneath verse I like a lot. Uh, the cyclonic rodditerod is good. I'm glad you wrote these things down because it went through one ear and not the other. Yeah, and then there's also the shooty gun ray, which in comparison. <laughs> Before we get too far, KK, we have to actually share our favorite moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many good ones. I think, God, yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard. 
I think it might just be Party God. Yeah, Party God is so good. You know what? I actually think Party God is based off something. What do you think it's based on? He's based on? The Courage Wolf meme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From it, That was very, like, early 2000s internet. It, and it kind of spawned a whole bunch of imitator memes, but it showed, like, a hyper-realistic wolf snarling on, like, a yellow ray background and would give, like, some sort of encouragement. And then we have this hyper-realistic wolf that, like, is actually kind of jarring compared to the rest of Adventure Time's, you know, art style, who's, like, super amped up, and then when he gives that wish to Jake, he shoots the same yellow and orange rays out of his mouth as in the meme. Dang. That's a good catch. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't confirm it if anybody can, you know, uh, <laughs> give me some reassurance, but it feels like too much to be a coincidence. So, I... I literally can't choose my favorite part i really like i mean the the dance the dancing bug i guess it's a classic it's a cliche the dancing bug oh what would the internet be without that gif you know i don't know i don't know and then we also have that laughing jake which is like uh, a go-to gif as well that's again that's one of my that's maybe my favorite part when he's laughing at his own joke so hard <laughs> I've been there, Jake. I've been there. You know, this episode really made me confront the fact that I'm definitely a Jake and not a Finn. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Being Finn would be exhausting. I can't even imagine. I'm I'm not a dynamo. No, no. I'm a couchmo. Couchmo. <laughs> uh, it was also made by uh, the BMO. Com- the Mo Company, I guess. Yeah, no, that's definitely my Mo character, Couchmo, Simo. <laughs> um, so, do you want to know who voiced Party God? It's uh, D. Bradley Baker, aka ah! Mo- aka Momo from Avatar. aka every single animal in animation. <laughs> okay, have you been like, why? Who did that little chittering insect, bug, uh, you know, bird, cat, any animal? It's been D. Bradley Baker. I don't know what the animation mystery is going to do when he eventually passes away. <laughs> he's a, he's one of the greats. He really is, you know? Um, and, you know, by definition, he's not somebody who's going to get top billing. But, you know, where would we be if we didn't have all our fun animal companions in animation, you know? Well, and it's uh, amazing because he plays a character who speaks, which is like... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, he is still a wolf. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe he's, like, legally not allowed to play anything that is human. <laughs> and then uh, another crazy voice actor is uh, the gnome slash beetle is Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Huh. Yeah. This is huh. the only episode he's in. I mean, they kind of fit thematically, don't you think? I guess. What is ooh, if not one big playhouse? <laughs> so here's something wild. What? Twice over the course of the show, uh, Jake gets offered, you know, the ability to wish for literally anything from a cosmic being. And he almost messes it up completely because he's too stupid and easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened twice. He's eating a sandwich while Finn is in trouble. 
which has already happened once so far in the season and a quarter that we've had. And I'm sure it's going to happen again. You know, <laughs> they will keep a running, a running total, huh? I mean, thankfully, Party God was pretty chill in this app. I know, because it's too bad because he's kind of a jerk, we find out. He is kind of a jerk down the line, but you know, maybe that even makes sense. He's he's nice to the partiers. Not great if you want to have a long-term relationship with him. That's true. And maybe he's just the kind of person that shouldn't be in a relationship. You know what I mean? I, I, I get what you mean. You know, like, there's some people who just have trouble with, I don't want to say commitment, because I feel that makes it sound kind of trite. But you know what I mean. Like, being in a relationship takes work, and partying is the opposite of that. Hey, man, that's not true. Partying takes work, too. But Sure, it takes work to put in, but it's a different type of work. You can see that. Nobody's like, I have to fill out my partying spreadsheets and then audit them. I've made spreadsheets for parties before. That's because you run cons. Cons are just big parties. Uh, you know what? I want to say something. In, yeah. In, uh, you know, we're being a little hard on Jake in this episode. He's very distracted, and he's a little a little dim at times, shall we say. But you know what? In his position, I certainly wouldn't have assumed that my brother was kidnapped. I had figured the guy had gone off, gone up early, and went to go slay a dragon or something. Yeah, that's a really fair point. He's, you know, he does that. He's definitely concerned, but he's not, like, he's not yet concerned about... Yeah, it's not like they left a ransom note or something, right? Right. Yeah. And then, of course, there is no moral. Uh, he literally saves the day by being an unfocused, rowdy party dog. Yeah, and I like that. I, I dig it. Not sure if I dig his sudden call to eat the sapient cinnamon bun, but, you know. <laughs> Let's go eat cinnamon bun. <laughs> um, And you know what? While we're giving out... Uh, you know, compliments to characters who don't always get them. As much flack as Cinnamon Bun gets for being not so smart, especially early on, he was pretty insightful in this episode. He was. I was thinking that too. Last time we saw him, wasn't he doing a backflip into the tower at Ooh in the Candy Kingdom? Yeah, yeah. There's a theory I've seen around online, which was like, he used to be smart, but he got a concussion after that. And I don't know. I, I think... I mean, it's not that I think it's wrong. I just don't think you need that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to shout out Bimo and Jake singing a little song together because that was adorable. Yes, yeah, so cute. I also want to shout out the hot water nymphs. Is this their first appearance? I think it's their first appearance and I've always just really liked their design. Yeah, no, they're, like, they're bikini babes, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, the bikini babes. And what I like about it is they're consistently called bikini babes, but they're, like, surprisingly deep people for, you know, a cartoon that's labeled somebody as bikini babes. Well, where it's going to take us years to get to it, so I just want to say right now, they're Smash the Frogs song in a, in the episode, though. With the guest animator and the purple stuff (laughs) is one of my favorite. One of my Uh, favorites. They just sit in their cave and smash frogs. I think my favorite part is the one where they apparently regularly come over to have dance parties with Bimo. (laughs) (sighs) And see, that's like, it's like a character that I don't mind. They're just being like 
hot babes because they're never objectified by our main characters. In fact, Jake no. is like, you, you, you will not get away with bad jokes just because you're hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see? Um, plus, water, I mean, actually, no, not just water elementals. Elementals are just cool as a, as a rule. Uh, yes, agreed. They're like Genasi. Yeah, you know, I'm a simple woman and I like people that are made out of the elements. What can I say? So we've been talking a lot about uh, Jake this ep, but uh, let's let's pivot and uh, give Finn some love, huh? Sweet baby boy. I want to give some fa- fairness to Finn. He offers a peaceful resolution at the op- when he's first kidnapped. He does. Which I'm not even sure if season one Finn would have done that. He's growing up. Our little baby boy is growing up. He's growing up. We love him. How do we feel about the sexy pole dancing? <laughs> That's my third favorite part. Sexy pole dancing! Sorry. We've set her off. Sorry, folks. This could take a while for her to wind down. Let it out. Let it out, KK. Oh, man. I love the sexy fun dancing. Another line I really love is, no more games. No more pajamas. I uh, like how in his, you know, uh, dreamscape where he breaks out, he seems very Bruce Willisy from... Uh, Die oh, Hard. God. Die Hard, yeah. You know? Yeah. You're right. I I didn't make that connection, but it is very Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Listen, Finn had a tough day. I think he had I know. a tough day. But Jake Jake came for him in the end. He always has his brother's back, even if it takes a little while. Oh. So yeah, uh, I really like this episode. Me too. It's delightful. We needed this, you know. Yeah, we deserved it. I feel like we were getting on, you know, uh, this was, you know, the uh, story equivalent of 11 p.m. And we're starting to wind down. But uh, somebody uh, gave us a, fittingly enough, a nice power drink to help us power on. Okie dokie Okay, Laura, uh, what do you have in terms of a recommendation for us today? We gave it away with the gnome thing. Uh, but I mean, you can't have a story about gnomes in a trench coat and not think of Gravity Falls. Ugh. Are you, are you an animation fan who hasn't seen Gravity Falls yet? That's wild. But <laughs> it's, it's about, uh, twins who end up getting shipped off to their great uncles or grunkles, uh, cabin out in the woods in like Oregon. Uh, their uncle is, we will say of dubious legality and running a bit of a tourist trap um and they're pretty bummed about it until it turns out that uh gravity falls is the twin peaks of children's shows and they have a spooky mystery to solve uh you know i think this is one of those shows that really changed uh, the landscape of animation right absolutely and i I mean, if you're a fan of Adventure Time, you gotta you gotta get out there and watch Gravity Falls. 
yeah uh it's it's you know uh this you know adventure time gravity falls steven universe uh those three shows really did a lot for kind of driving the more uh serialized uh storytelling we're getting in uh, western animation these days so you know you gotta you gotta respect them plus it's very funny it is very funny Thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. You can email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Come Along With Me, where the last E is a three. And Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok, and Facebook at Adventure Time Pod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Woot. Woot.